Welcome to Beyond the Fear, a space for rebels and dreamers, healers and soul seekers, light workers and rule breakers, artists and creators who are ready to break free from fear and live a life that turns them on. Hey, I'm Nadine Zomot, and in my early 20s, I broke free from an oppressive culture in the Middle East that was suffocating my free spirit and denying me the ability to follow my intuition. I now embrace a life that exceeds my wildest imagination, and my mission is to guide you to do the same. My unique method brings together practical aspects of money coaching, energetics, trauma and nervous system healing, spirituality and inner child work, And as a result, my clients are now able to follow their desires and tap into the richness of life, elevating not just themselves, but also their communities. This podcast is about integrating and healing our shadow parts to amplify our essence and live life guided by our intuition. My guests and I will be sharing our stories and wisdom to help guide you to embracing and living life passionately. Because there's nothing sexier in life than a person who embraces their authentic power. The world needs you to show up as you, in your power, in your authenticity, your imperfections, your rebellion, and in your truth. Because if this little girl from Jordan can do it, so can you. So now, what about you? What's waiting for you beyond the fear? So what is money? Is money just an energy? Is it a tool, an energetic exchange? For some of you, it's a way to measure success. For others, it's a love language. I've had clients who used to feel like it corresponds with belonging or acceptance. I've had other clients who just believed it was a force that is beyond their control. In Your Money or Your Life, author Vicki Robbins says it's something you sell your time and life energy for. There is so much out there about the meaning of money. And as someone who dedicated her career to helping soul seekers and creatives just like you heal their relationship with money, it is definitely something I spend a lot of time thinking about. And here's what I think. Money is a fact of life. And money is so volatile that it becomes a fertile ground for our shadowy, sticky parts to show themselves. From what I have seen in my coaching practice, money's volatile and contradictory nature can reveal a lot to us about ourselves. Our relationship with money has a lot more to say about us than it has to say about money itself. Money can be your spiritual teacher and your spiritual healer. Let me explain. When we look at our money relationship with a lens of curiosity, it can provide us with a lot of valuable information about our subconscious beliefs about ourselves, which can provide the self-awareness we need to know where and what exactly within us that is craving to heal. And you know what's funny? Money is something we think and worry about all the time. So many of our decisions are based on it. It is so, so, so important to us. However, we are the only species on the planet and possibly even the universe who care about it. 
Money is such a loaded topic. In fact, many of us were even shamed from talking about it when we were kids. And as adults, we are more comfortable talking about our sex lives with our friends than our paycheck. And when you approach money with this lens of curiosity, you'll be able to uncover the patterns that you've been carrying around since childhood. These are the very patterns you probably need to work on changing. And here's another thing I know for sure. These limiting patterns are mimicked and reflected in your other relationships. They are also mimicked and reflected in the way you take care of yourself, your feelings about yourself, and your ability to hold space for others, and even in your boundaries. Personally, I don't think money is the root of all evil. After I healed my money wounds, money now feels like something I co-create with and something I use to magnify my impact and authenticity. It has gone from fear to fun. I grew up in the Middle East in a tiny little country called Jordan. I share a lot about the roots of my own money wounds and my upbringing in a previous episode called Who the Fuck is Nadine Zamut, which you are welcome to go back and listen to. I had severe wounding around money and worthiness. So I'm not going to deny that not too long ago, I was scared shitless of it. And I know I'm not the only one. Money does have a shadow energy. Generally, people are scared of it, scared to talk about it, scared to think about it. We were always told to be careful with it. So we are now all scared of doing the wrong thing with it. We are even scared of scaring it away. I have heard people who say that they want to become badasses at making it, Or, as they say in the manifestation world, people who are trying to match its vibe and energy so that they can manifest more of it into their lives. Man, you know what? You name it and I've heard it. However, money is everywhere. And like I said earlier, it's a fact of life. And it's pretty much in every single thing we touch in this 3D world. And here's what else I know. The world is suffering due to a collective feeling of scarcity, which leads to greed, mindless consumption, exploitation of humans and resources, which creates a system where profit comes first and foremost. And as a result of this, we are hurting. Not just us, our entire planet is hurting. Within every one of us lies a pain that is related to money and resources, a shadow side that makes us act in a certain kind of way. Our pain is causing us to waste our time and life energy doing things that we'd rather not do, things that are out of alignment with our soul's mission. We stick with unfulfilling jobs that drain our souls, causing us to lash out at our loved ones and dissociate from the pain of unfulfillment through mindless consumption. Our financial behaviors are driven by a need to fill the void. Driven by fear. Driven by scarcity. And if we are not mindful, the money we work so hard to make will get spent back into the very system that broke us in the first place. We think we have freedom and agency over our money. 
But that too is controlled by outside forces and savvy marketers that pry on our insecurities, our fears, our craving for more freedom. And another thing I know for sure is that as healers, soul seekers, light workers, artists, and creatives, we need to make peace with it and we have to change how we feel about it. This is not about participating in the capitalist model. What I want to talk about here is deeper than that. As people who are driven by our life's purpose, our current relationship with money and our current feelings, regardless of their origins, they are creating a state of turmoil in our inner and outer worlds. It is causing a misalignment and an imbalance within us. When you have a feeling that you are meant for something bigger, when you constantly feel unfulfilled because you know you have this untapped potential, when you have these desires and urges that are begging you to change your life, you have no choice but to surrender and allow in the life you are meant to have. Because this is how your soul speaks to you. It whispers your purpose through feelings, desires, nudgings, and cravings. As children or young humans, we are told to ignore our desires if they fall out of the norm of what is socially acceptable. If our dreams are too big or too expensive or too unconventional, we are told we are crazy and to quit our foolish pursuits. My friends in Jordan called me nuts when I expressed my desire to travel the world as a child. My father didn't even let me out of the house unless it was to go to school. But I am glad I never listened to any of them and I was stubborn enough to keep following my heart and intuition, which has led me to this wonderful, adventurous life that I have now. Ever since I was a kid, I truly believed that we all have this inner knowing that we should follow. It's what our souls know we are here to do. However, as we grow up, this knowing was subjected to the right ways of doing things, saying things, and even thinking about things. This teaches us to suppress and override our intuition and dismiss this knowing or the inner voice as silly or ridiculous. Unfortunately, this leads to the fear-based traditional life that some of you might be working your way out of now. And if you are someone who knows you are meant for more and you live in this 3D world, then I believe that making peace with money, understanding its mechanics and the way it works can actually help elevate and upgrade your life through elevating and upgrading your life experience, through further education, through enrolling in courses and programs, maybe working with mentors even. It will also allow you to serve your community with a renewed sense of energy that does not perpetuate more trauma into the world. Examining this volatile relationship that you cannot ignore can even provide you with so much insight into your subconscious beliefs and patterns about yourself and about how the world works. Beliefs that stem from childhood conditioning, beliefs that were passed down from our ancestors, beliefs based on the trauma that we absorb from our parents and our parents' parents' pain, their hardships, their outdated mentalities. And the thing is, if we don't stop the cycle, we will only perpetuate the same wounds. 
cultural, systemic, and societal trauma, they also play a role in our personal and collective woundings and beliefs around money. These core wounds perpetuate themselves in the very habits, beliefs, and thought patterns that make us suffer here, now, today. They keep us stuck in unconscious repeating patterns that were birthed from feelings of lack, fear, and scarcity. And these are the same wounds that show up in your relationship with money. However, you are not doomed. You can break this cycle. You know that you are meant for more, therefore, it is time you heal the root cause of your self-sabotage, your blocks, and the beliefs that keep you stuck. Once you decide to embark on your own money awakening journey, you will start to see the light and the power that has been inside of you all along. It all begins with your decision to break the pattern. It begins with healing. And this is how healing becomes an act of rebellion. Healing can simply begin with awareness. Becoming aware that what hurts is not just coming from the outside, it's also coming from the inside. It's internal. This creates a responsibility for you to do your own part as needed to heal the collective. When you decide to heal, you become a chain breaker. You become an expander and an elevator for others, showing them what's possible for them beyond the fear. Your part starts with awareness and ownership that it starts with you. Healing is not about hating or blaming and shaming. The healing I refer to here goes deeper than mindset work, affirmations, talk therapy, or the glasses half full mentality. And I don't want you to think that it's about throwing yourself into spirituality and positivity because this is just another avoidance technique called spiritual bypassing. Healing is not about quote-unquote fixing. It's not about fixing. The healing I refer to is about reconnecting with your true essence, your authentic power, and your intuition who you already are beyond the fear, beyond the conditioning, and beyond other people's rules and expectations of who you should be. And I hate to break it to you, but right now, money is a fact of life, and we can't hate our way around it, at least not yet. Do we wish it didn't exist? Perhaps. Can we wish that into reality? We can only hope, but that probably won't happen in our lifetime. And this is not about building wealth and affording nice things. Though nice things are fun, cultivating a healthier relationship in the context of our impact and authentic, empowered self-expression goes far beyond our financial gains and personal wealth. I heard uh, the ex-monk Jay Shetty say this once on a podcast. Money is good for financial stability. Financial security is important, but it does not equate to emotional or mental security or peace. It does not solve the problem of fulfillment or inner peace. I just love that saying. So even though financial stability is important, it is not the exact point here. When I talk about healing our money wounds, I am talking about going on a holistic journey that is designed to help you heal childhood wounds, find deeper fulfillment, and embody your life's purpose. 
When you start to look at money as a relationship like no other in your life and you actively work on improving this relationship, wealth will only become a byproduct of a healthier, flowier, more aligned relationship with money. Imagine a world where we all love the work that we do. Imagine a world where we are all aligned with our life purpose. How different would life on earth be when that's the case? So let's recap. To improve our relationship with money, we need to understand its mechanics and how it works. To heal our relationship with money, we must understand that our financial behaviors and blocks are coming from deep wounding that began in childhood. We acknowledge that we have unhealthy habits, which are not our fault, but our responsibility to heal. Then we begin to face our past. It is the root of where everything started. This is where the healing begins. Then comes a deeper understanding of our patterns and our shadow side. And shadow work is an important part of your healing journey. The shadow work process I take my clients through is trauma-informed and it entails many components and healing modalities. That is the quality of shadow work that will create a transformation for you, not just superficial change. And in sifting through your money shadows, we will organically stumble upon the deeper meaning of your life's purpose. This is a beautiful side effect of doing this type of healing work. Once you learn your soul's mission, you will work on creating a better understanding of what you value, uncover what lights you up, and start building a life that is in better alignment with your soul. And this is how your personal healing will fuel collective healing. It is from experience that once we embark on such a journey that is designed to precisely target the wounds that hold us back, connecting us back to ourself, money will become this neutral, malleable resource that you can start using for your own growth and advancement in a soul-aligned way, in a manner and a rhythm that aligns with your soul, and so begins your new relationship with money. Your life will become more fulfilling and free with money as your friend and ally helping you along on your mission. Money becomes creative, fun, and a byproduct of playful energy. And one more thing before I leave. If you are someone who is scared to look at money, please don't feel shame that you do. You have listened this far to an episode that is called What the Fuck is Money? So this in itself is a big win. If you are someone who has anxiety or is afraid of money, even if you don't know where to begin, you can begin by just reaching out. I will leave my details in the show notes. So that's about it, folks. I'm just going to stop here because I really want to keep these solo episodes short and sweet. Otherwise, I can go on forever. If you like what I shared and you want to do something to kickstart your healing journey with money, then here are some reflection points for you. These reflection points are designed to help you uncover subconscious beliefs and conditioning, as well as helping you gain insights about yourself. 
feel free to journal on these or use them as key points of discussion with your friends or with your partner. So here's the first reflection point. Examine your relationship with money and use a few words to describe it. And here's the second prompt. How has society shaped your relationship with money? And third one, are there any outdated beliefs about money and resources that have been passed on through your lineage? And if so, what are they? And I'll add a fourth journal prompt as a bonus for you. What does being good with money mean to you? If you love this podcast, the biggest thing you can do to help is to leave a five-star review and share it with a friend. And I would love to take an opportunity to invite you to join my online community, The Money Sanctuary, where you will take the first steps towards understanding and making peace with the mechanics of money so you can start feeling less burdened and start building financial confidence without compromising your values or your creativity. All right, everyone, sending you lots of love and gratitude. See you next week.